name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. We begin today the uh, fast of our mission in anticipation of the birth, uh, the departing of this life, the Mother of God, and her assumption into heaven. We begin the Lenten journey with these words from Isaiah. Wash yourselves, make yourselves clean. Put away from yourself evil doings before your eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Rebuke the oppressor. Defend the fatherless. Plead for the widow. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. If you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. My heart, beloved, for all of us is that we step together in this season of the fast, that we work together. That we see it as a fast for the other, as Father John spoke of uh, several weeks ago. This is the fast of the other. You know, the pastor's heart is for unity of his people. We pray that with one mouth and one heart we may glorify your holy name. And you know, we're, we, we're diverse people. We have different opinions. We have different ideas. But this is one place, beloved, we can come and be one. And praise the Lord together. Lift our heart together to Christ. We can be one. And in this season of the fast, let us make this effort to, to, to be for the other. To begin to look at the other. To begin to keep our eyes out so that our hearts are for the other. Our hearts are lifted up for the other. It begins as we always begin the first of August with the cross, the coming of the cross. It's a re re remembrance of the victory of the Russians over the Bulgars and the Greeks over the Saracens, Saracens and that they used the Holy Cross in victory. And then that feast was, uh, was begun August 1st at uh, Hagia Sophia in Constantinople. So remember that, that to be for the other we must carry our cross. We must, we must, in a sense, die to ourselves. Die to ourselves, which is always the hard thing to do. St. Paul encourages us to be imitators of him. When reviled, we bless. When persecuted, we endure. When slandered, we conciliate. We become and now are the refuse of the world, offscar of all things. He says, I do not write this for you to be ashamed, but that you would follow my example. That you would follow my example. I would lead you into this Christian way to be imitators of Christ. As Paul imitated Christ, we imitate Paul. And, and we lay down our life there. We, we step outside of ourselves in that way. 
And then in the Gospel text, the Lord is concerned of the faith of the people. Where is your faith? Where? How long have I been with you? Do you not understand that, that I have the power to heal? The power to bring you to, to, to me? To draw you near to God? And then he, and then he gives them a command. In a sense, an action. How do they live this life? How do they step into this life for the other? He says, this cannot be done without prayer and fasting. So, beloved, first, in this season of the fast, to be imitators of Christ, let us love one another. Let us make that an effort. Let us especially, and I want to encourage you in this, I want you to love the members of your family. Right, Luke? The members of your family. Okay? I was with a... Father Joseph Copeland and I were at the conference last week. And this is a precious thing. He leaned over to me. He said, Father Nicholas, do you know how lucky we are that we have wives that love us? And I said, I know. I'm, I'm a lucky man. I'm a lucky man. <clears throat> that when the family is in love with each other, there is a great gift that that family brings to God, to the church. You know, Bishop Basil, one time, we talked to him about youth work. And he said, you know, when I was growing up back in the 60s and 70s, the, the family was the backbone of the church. He says, you know what today, the, the day is? The church is the backbone of the family. It's switched. Beloved, we need to turn that back. The family need to become the backbone of the church again. The family, the loving family needs to be the backbone of the church. We need to love each other in our families. Make this the fast. Refuse unkindnesses. Refuse to be unkindly in your words, your thoughts, and your deeds to each other. And pursue kindness in your family. Use kind words. Have kind thoughts. Do kind deeds. Make this your effort in the fast. So fast from unkindness and feast on kindness. You know, I remember years and years ago, they were going down a row of Hall of Fame football players. And they said, they walked down and were asking about what they felt their fathers contributed to them. And they would say, what did your father do for you? Well, he taught me how to do this. He took me to all my games. And he was there all the time for me. And they went to the next guy. Well, he, he was an ex-football player, so he taught me all the things I needed to be as a football player. And they come to this one giant guy, about 350 pounds, and he says, what's the greatest thing your father ever did for you? He said, greatest thing? He loved my mother. Wow. Power. The greatest thing my father did for me was love my mother. Love in the family is it's a precious jewel. It's a gem. It, it's so critically important. It gives the children stability. It builds love. It's the foundation stone of the church. 
When you love in the home and you walk into the church, it affects the church. It builds the church. You put a stone of love in the crown of the church. Beloved, it's so, so critical that during the season we fast from unkindnesses in our family and we feast on being kind and loving to each other. Be imitators of Paul that way. And then for faith. How then do we approach faith in this way? Our heart. How is our heart lifted up and unity? This fast, fast from judging each other and feast on having compassion and praying for each other. You know what, you, what I would encourage you to do? In fact, be imitators of me in this. Not many other things, but this. Pray the phone list. You have a phone list at home? Pray it this fast. And pray it with love and compassion for every person. Maybe not every name every day, but somehow divide it up. So every this week, you pray with compassion for the people in this parish. Pray for them. With a heart of compassion. Don't just list the names. St. John of Cronset says when you list when you say a name in prayer, you should say it with love. Because you know when you say it with love, grace of God is given to that person. Grace is given to that person and you've received the grace of offering that prayer to God. So for the other this week, pray for everybody in the parish. Pray in, with love for them. Love them. And, and watch what begins to happen. Watch what begins to happen in your life when your heart turns from judgment to compassion. The Lord says, I desire mercy, not judgment. So when our heart turns to compassion for the other, what a joy that is. What a gracious life to live. Even those we struggle with. In fact, I would encourage you, if you've got people you're struggling with in the parish, they're at the top of the list. And you pray for them every day. Don't miss that. Don't miss that. That's a great gift. When you struggle to have compassion for someone, and God grants you that compassion, that's a great gift from heaven. That's a blessed gift from heaven. So list the names with love. List the names with compassion. So that, faith. So we feast on compassion and we fast from judgment. And then to take action. The Lord says, these come out not, they don't come out, but with prayer and fasting. So he gives the disciples an action that they must complete to live this Christian life. So for us, what's that action in this season of the facts? The action is that we need to care for each other. We need to take care of each other. If you look around and you see somebody that's not here, make a phone call. This should be a practice of ours. Sorry I missed you this Sunday. I missed you this Sunday. Hope everything is well. Can we go get a cup of coffee this week? You need to reach out in that way. At coffee hour, when you're at coffee hours and you haven't seen somebody for a while or you don't know someone, go introduce yourself. You know, it's very easy at coffee hour, and I'm the same way, to just kind of get stuck in your little group, to talk to the people you like to talk with. It's time to reach out. It's for the other. 
It's not just for me. It's not just for the, for the individual. It's for us to step out and to touch and to be a part of each other's lives that way. So, it's so very important then to feast on selflessness and to fast from selfishness. So this fast can be very powerful for us as a parish. So that we can, we can worship God with one mind and one heart. One mind and one heart. May, beloved, this fast be for us a time where we love each other and we feast on kindness and fast from unkindnesses. Where we pray for each other and we feast on compassion and fast from judgment. And may it also be a time where we take care of each other. Where we feast on selflessness, selfishness. I almost said that. We feast on selflessness and fast from selfishness. You know, God has a great love for His church, beloved. He wants it to be a light to the world. A blessing to the community. He wants it to be a place where people are healed and taken care of. And where we struggle to live that great and holy Christian life together. So may God bless us this season of the fast for two weeks. So make this effort and may God bless it. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.